This is the High School Football America podcast for August the 21st, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability and faster speed than Huddle. Plus, GameStrat has awesome customer service along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of High School footballamerica.com. All right, heading back to the old stomping grounds of Southern California for a great story that uh, unfolded this week as the uh, Washington football team making history when Jason Wright was named as the organization's team president. But uh, what we put up on the website at highschoolfootballamerica.com earlier this week, which is what we love to do, is where Jason Wright began his high school football career. And that's in Southern California. And uh, the road to the front office began at Diamond Bar High High school where he was a star running back on teams that won back-to-back CIF Southern Section Championships in 98-99. They had a long win streak, and the man that uh, was guiding that win streak was uh, head coach Terry Roach, a, um, a great coach in Southern California, lifetime record of 223-82-7, and, and uh, we dialed him up to get him here on the podcast to talk about uh, what Jason was like back in the day uh, before he got all these headlines in the NFL. Uh, obviously a good running back, went on to Northwestern, and then he played in the NFL and, and coaches on the line right now to talk about uh, you you may have to think back 20 years coach but I hope you're ready for this we're looking forward to hearing the story of uh, how uh, Jason Wright was a pretty darn good high school football player welcome to the show thank you thank you very much Um, it's an honor for me to be here just like it was an honor coaching Jason Wright he was a special young man he wasn't just a great football player he was a great A plus kid he was like a renaissance man Leader, straight A's. I think he sang, played an instrument, classy. He had the most wonderful parents on the planet. They were very, very involved. And we were very fortunate. We had a tremendous group of kids similar to Jason. And they all fit in get together. There was never a discipline problem in five years, there was never an academic problem. In five years, same thing. They were just great, great, great kids. And I can't say enough positive things about him or some of the other players on the team. It was kind of funny. We had uh, two rights in the backfield. We had Jason Wright and Dwight Wright. And we ran split back option. You know, hey, you got to give them both the ball. <laughs> and Dwight, I thought, then was a little better than Jason. And mm-hmm. Dwight went up to Oregon State. I think he started as a freshman in his sophomore year. Jackson came on the scene, so uh, he hardly played after that. But we were very fortunate. You couldn't ask for a better kid. Makes you look in- intelligent, right, Coach, when you got good uh, good guys like uh, that? As a matter of fact, as you were talking about the rights, I, I'm, I'm, when I put the story up earlier this week on High School Football America, uh, one of the L.A. Times stories uh, had a headline that says, All Goes Right for uh, for Diamond Bar, and that was when you uh, you hit the 20-game win streak during that time. But, you know, I, I think one of the things that we love to do here the most, and, and we've been doing for years, is really kind of, you know, hearkening back. Uh, we, we know what he's doing now. We know why 
we're doing this interview uh, with you for that. But, you know, one of the things I like to talk about is, you know, when, when someone catches a coach's eye, right, there's those special kids out there, and you mentioned some of the things about him, right, that it was more than just his, his, his on-the-field stuff. It was his education. It was the things he did extracurricular and all that. But when did you know that, that Jason Wright was going to be a guy that was going to be able to carry the load for you guys? And, I mean, back-to-back CIF Southern Section Championships in Division Two. that's nothing to sneeze at. So when did you first get a, get a look at him? First of all, you got to thank the good Lord that they, he happened to come to Diamond Bar High School. <laughs> yep. And he lived in Diamond Bar, which was a great, great area. And just the way he carried himself, the way he looked, the way he dressed, the way he talked, you could tell it's an it. He's got it. And kids looked up to him. Kids respected him. He was a leader, and they listened to him. And the thing that was nice is, to be honest with you, we had four or five doctors and lawyers on that team. Oh, wow. And I think we had six or seven Division I kids, and every one of them were a lot similar to Jason Wright. They wanted to play. They wanted to work hard. They were unselfish. All the things that you could ever ask for in a football player and team they had. And he was our leader. He really was. That is so, it's such a great thing to hear. And, you know, it takes me back to my days, which a long time ago when you're in a locker room and all that. And I want to talk about leadership because obviously Jason is now being chosen as a leader of the Washington football team at this point. But, um, and, and you say you got several other kids that were of that ilk, right? They're, they're just quality individuals. Talk about when you have so many talented individuals, whether it's on the field or in the locker room, how they mesh together. I would love to hear that because, you know, that that's the, that's the, the nuance you need, right? Uh, in, in a day where everybody believes in ego and all that, it seems like you probably had the right mixture there of personalities to make it work for Diamond Bar. So tell us about about Jason's leadership abilities then and, and then how that meshed in and some of the other players that you thought were special back in those days. The thing that was nice back in the day, you know, I watch football now, there's too much politics. You put a purple helmet on, I don't know who your mother or father is. I don't know what nationality is. I don't know what religion you are. You're all treated the same. And we come up with goals all the time, every year. These are our goals. Do we want to attain them? They're not just words on paper. They're things that they come up with. Be realistic. Hey, do you think we can do this? And we go ahead and say, yeah, we're going to do it. And the kids have such great talent like that, you don't overcoach them. I'll tell the kids, hey, we want three hours of practice today. What time do you want to start? You want to start at 3 o'clock? We'll start at 3 o'clock. The kid comes in at 3.05, uh-uh, death and destruction. <laughs> we decided we're starting at 3 o'clock. So I always let the kids have buy-in, and it wasn't like speech and debate because they would do whatever we guided them to in that direction. But just a whole group of kids were leaders. They understood. They understood what our goal was, what we have to do to get there, and they leave everything they had on the field. And they practiced their butts off Monday through Thursday. And the kids lifted weights. They did everything. And you couldn't, like I say, it wasn't like, you, and you hate to say anything negative about anybody's program. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways of skinning a cat. We were all business there, but we always had fun. We always had so much fun. It was unbelievable. And uh, the kids bought in, and 
just, uh, you know, I wrote down a couple names. Our strong safety, Dante Nicholson, started at Oklahoma for three years. The white right was at Oregon State. Brett LaBelle started at San Diego State. Chris Williams started at Oregon State. Dominic Robinson started at Florida State. This is off one team. That's impressive. Yeah, it's not me. It's not <laughs> Coach Rose. It's these guys. <laughs> God put them there. I don't know if they made wrong turns on the freeway or what. But they were there, and they, they were so much fun. And to be honest with you, as a coach, the stress was we won 27 games in a row, I think, in 83 and 84. 28 games in a row, and the pressure was just so much, and we just dealt with it. Hey, our goal is to do our best. We don't look at the scoreboard. We don't, honest to God. And the kids were that way. You go out and work hard, and you play every down, like your life and depend your life and your teammates depended on it. They would. And the thing that we tell them, number one, tell them, for every game, I'd say, hey, have fun. Do your best and leave it all in the field. And if you could do that, you're a winner. You could get beat on the scoreboard. Who cares? I'm not asking for that. I'm asking you to do your best every play. Don't let your teammates down. And Jason Wright was our leader. I'm thinking both those games, first one against Chino, we ran probably toss, a pitch to Jason, probably broke four or five tackles to get in the end zone. And we went 17-14. Then we're playing Upland, who was great, too, the following year. And we run toss, pass. I kept telling Jason, don't showcase the arm. You're not a quarterback. He's going to be <laughs> wide open. And this was on the four-yard line. And he, you know, we run toss, and everybody's climbing, getting to him. And he just deeks it. It was, like, perfect. It was probably end over end. Great pass. But that's Jason. He's always in the middle of everything. When you heard the news, A, I'm sure you were ear-to-ear smiling, but, but what are the strengths that he's bringing to the NFL? Because, you know, there's some pressure here. I mean, let's face you know, the, the, the first and all that. I mean, there's pressure. So talk a little bit about what you think he has in him that's going to make this a successful thing for Jason Wright. First of all, he's very intelligent. We have always thought he was going to be a doctor. I said, hey, you got to save my heart, Jason. What's up with this football stuff? But he was that intelligent. And I know I thought he took the, the pre-meds and scored like 95 percentile, and then he got his MBNA. Jason, whatever he was going to do, would do the research, do the homework, and he was a great communicator. And he would lead, like I say, by example. He, he, he'll be able to communicate with those players. Mm-hmm. and the management, because he's both. Plus, he's very intelligent, very intelligent. It'll so he'll be, be successful. There's no doubt in my mind he'll be successful. Whether they got good players or not, that's, you know, that's a different story. I think it helps. Well, God only gives you what he can handle, correct. right? God gives you what he can handle, and he's been put right. in this position for a reason, right? And I never looked upon Jason as an African-American. He was a great young man and a great football player. He's a great kid, okay? And that's the way it is. And he'll be the same way. He's awesome. I can't say enough good things about him. And like I said, he's a credit to his mother and father and family. Not me. Just the whole, his whole upbringing was first, first class. So he's intelligent. 
He understands football. He understands goals, and he achieves goals. And you can't have more than that on the plate, and well, he has all that, right? For? Yeah. What else? Yeah. He's the type of kid. Hey, Jason, I'm going to build a house. Go figure it out and build a house. I'd have a beautiful house. <laughs> or Jason, you're the doctor. Uh, fix my heart. I, I would trust him. We're talking with Terry Roach, uh, the, the head coach at Diamond Bar, when Jason Wright was there. And going to wrap up with this, Coach. Uh, you, you, you've, you've said so many wonderful things about Jason and what made him special back in the day. Um, and and you, you kind of said what, what he has on the leadership um, level right now as he goes into a you know a very tough situation. The, 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 the Washington football team has had its issues, no doubt about that. Uh, what, what do you think uh, lies ahead for challenge, him? The greater the reward. There you go. I was just going to say so look in the eye and he's going to attack it he's going to do a great job there's no doubt in my mind well i don't think i can add anything to that coach thank you so much uh i called you up out of the blue for this i didn't ruin your radio (laughs) no coach you you did what i love the best which is you, you you added um some personality that i think sometimes is lost in this day and age when it comes to the uh the great profession of coaching at the high school level. And I, I, I really respect everything you've done. Thank you for everything you've done for the sport and for the kids out there. And, and just, again, thank you for, you know, kind of on the, on the fly, taking my call and, and, and adding some great color about what Jason Wright did for your Diamond Bar team. So thank you for joining us. No, thanks for having me. It was my privilege to be here. And don't forget, with Friday Night Lights blazing tonight, you can keep up with all of the states playing high school football around the nation. There are eight states playing this weekend, and you can keep up with all the scores live, powered by our partners at ScoreStream. Just go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com and just click on the little navigation tab that says Scores, and we break them out state by state. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by the great new app, Small Player Big Play, an age-appropriate, sports-focused social media platform designed to showcase and connect young athletes, their parents, coaches, and friends. On Small Player Big Play, young athletes have the ability to utilize the app and share their interests and accomplishments in a highly safe and a very secure social media environment. It features live streaming. That's great for high schools that want to show their game when you have COVID knocking down the size of the crowd and you can have game day highlights and there's a lucrative fundraising opportunity for your school and your team. You need to check it out. Download the Small Player Big Play app on Google Play and the Apple App Store. You can also find out more by clicking on their banner ad on highschoolfootballamerica.com. That's today's High School Football America podcast. I'm Jeff Fisher.